Hey drivers, are you thinking about becoming a lease operator? Well, NCI is leasing out one to two-year-old Kenworth T680 double bunk condo tractors, fully loaded with APU and fridge, plus the company is owned by their own product. That's right. They deliver mainly their own freight, which means your business will be thriving for a long time to come. 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. And tell them Talk CDL sent you. Please. Thank you. Hey, truck drivers. I want to talk to you real quick about an invention that was invented by a trucker for truckers. It's a tool called Magnus Stop. Basically, if you want to slide your axles hassle-free without needing any help, it's a little four by five inch tool. It utilizes a pin and a magnet. Crazy simple. I'm surprised nobody ever invented it before. Anyways, you merely stop, get out, pull your pin, put your Magnus Stop device in the hole right beside the hole you want it to stop at. Then you either pull forward or you back up. Magnus Stop stops you exactly where you need to be stopped every single time. It's durable. It's very affordable. It's $49.95. If you mention Talk CDL online in the promo code, you get $10 off. So it's now only $39.95 for Talk CDL viewers, which is an awesome, awesome deal. Magnus Stop is the tool you need today, and you can get it at magnastop.online that's m-a-g-n-a-s-t-o-p dot online check it out and let us know here at talk cdl how that product is working out for you thank you oh and it's also free shipping and handling it doesn't get any better than that thank you very much enjoy the show sorry we're on Hello. In the news. <laughs> Bring yourself together, girl. Um, it's like one of those, I'm just bopping out my own beat. Yeah. Okay. So bop right into it. What do you got? Missouri-based trucker shut down following fatal crash. A trucker or a trucking company? Trucker. A trucker was shut down? Mm-hmm. When you say shut down, like he was, his CDL was revoked? Right. See, what happens is every now and then when a driver has so many incidences on them repeatedly like over a span of period mm-hmm. the actual the the actual um, federal motor carrier safety administration will revoke their license indefinitely so when indefinitely means you never get it back or is it just meaning right now it's indefinitely but you could get it back mm-hmm. sounds like you're not going to get it back i don't think this one is wait do you have like everything he's done yeah, I, well, I have most of what it says he's done. I can, I'll read the article. Well, first off, the accident. How bad was it? Ugh. Anybody die? Three dead and seven injured. Oh my God. When was this? This was done in July. He did it. Just this past July. Yeah. Wow. And Oh my gosh. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Well, what he did is he was, um, he was traveling. What's his name? His name is Bruce Pollard. Bruce Pollard, P-O-L-L-A-R-D? Yeah. Okay. He was driving his truck in a work zone along I-465 East in Indianapolis on July 14th when his truck traveling faster than the posted speed limit. Now, he's in a construction zone, so he's already faster than that in his tractor. And he collided with a line of vehicles. Two young children and their mother were killed and seven others were hospitalized. Oh, I think I heard about that. Were they twins or something? The, the ones that died? 
It doesn't tell me in this okay. article, but I think it's that I, I do believe it. Maybe be. it's I know they were really be. young. So, OK, so mom and two kids died. Right. And then following the crash, the Indiana State Police arrested and charged him with three counts of reckless homicide and one count of reckless operation of the vehicle in a highway work zone. Further investigation from the FMCSA found that Pollard had a history of careless driving and had been disciplined and later fired at in April by his previous employer for repeated incidences on unsafe driving. So the FMCSA says that when applying for his latest driving position in June, he did not disclose his employment with the previous carrier, failed to disclose his termination and the reason for it. He also falsely certified on his job application that he had not previously been involved in any crash. Is he going to jail? Oh, yeah. It doesn't give specifics yet because it is too new. Okay, so this just a, a shout out to any trucker that's a dumbass like this. And, mm. and here's what I want to say. I mean this. If you're a trucker, now, listen, I mean, this sincerely, if you're a truck driver that has had a few incidents, maybe you've been fired, or maybe you're always in an argument with somebody at your company, and every trucking company, you can look back and you could say, they done me wrong, that one done me wrong, and, and, and you've had about 10 jobs in the last two years, and everybody is wrong in your life except you, you might want to just sit on the couch and have a conversation with yourself, because this is the result of somebody that never thinks they're in the wrong. Ne anybody that's had negligent and careless tickets and, and somehow you get up the next day and say, Oh, them assholes gave me a ticket. Oh, I got the ticket for this. I've, I used to run MVRs and jars would be like, yeah, this happened to me. That happened to me. This happened to me. Nobody ever. Oh, wow. You just, uh, what's the picture? What's the name of the trucking company? Weston. Weston. So that's who he was driving for. Yeah. Wow. I don't even know what kind of tractor it was. It's so mangled in the front. Yeah. I, let me see it again. I, I could tell you who it is. It looks like it might be a Mac. Um, yeah, let me see that. It is a... It might be an international. Because of the thing you going um, across the, yeah, the I'm grill? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, there's no front. Oh, wait, let me see that again. Let me see that again. No, I'm serious. Let me see it. Okay. Um, hmm. Ah, uh, no. Could, is that a Volvo? See, I thought at first that because of the way that has that thing that goes across the front of the grill. Yeah. But then I thought, no, because it's in the middle when with the Volvo, well, it has it, it and then it has. Yeah. Well, oh. that's, that's all right. So, so anyways, all I'm trying to, I'm just really trying to help you guys out. If you're one of those guys that everybody else is wrong and you're always right, you might want to stop for a second and realize what's coming for you. And if you think I'm wrong, <laughs> then you're ultimately really off the rocker because I'm never wrong. Oh, gosh. Right? He was, I told him he was right one time and forget it. What do you mean one time? Mr. Trucker's always right. Now, listen, here's, here's the deal, though. Seriously, guys. Not today. If you literally have <laughs> gotten carelesses and recklesses and you still have a job, stop and think, thank, first off, God, <laughs> and for keeping you employed, all right, and start acting with a little bit of care because look what happened to this guy. I've met, I'm telling you, when you were reading that, I met guys like that, Ruthann, and, my, and I, over the years, I met them where they're, they're like, you know, F everybody, screw everybody, everybody's an a-hole, I'm always right, I'm always right, and boom, it doesn't take long before something bad happens to them. Be careful, guys. Go ahead, Ruthann. So, okay, so he's got this accident, he's killed three? 
He killed three and sent seven to the and, hospital. And how many carelesses did he have? It doesn't say specifically how many. He just had many. See, that that's, I mean, I get amazed at a trucking company that picks a guy up uh, with that, with many carelesses or reckless driving. I think what it was, well, honestly, I can't even say what I would think because as a trucking company, you're running his MVR and his DAC. I mean... Well, that's what I'm saying. You're and running that information and it's going to come back what, what where he worked. Now, if he has a complete empty, you're running a PSP also. So it should show something on any of those. If you don't have anything coming up on a driver for any of that stuff, that's when a lot of the companies nowadays, they go and they look further into it and say, okay, why didn't anything come up? Well, I mean, you, I have friends that they say, I have a driver and nothing came up on him. He's completely clean. So I got to find out what's wrong because that's so rare that nothing will come up on them that they have to further investigate and find out why. And it's usually because their name spelt differently or something came up to where it's really actually not coming up because they had the wrong person. And we see that Green Tree Logistics just had that Jack Satterfield mm -hmm. that um, killed a bunch of people in Pennsylvania. He just got a sentence to the 68 years. We were talking about that earlier. And, you know, what we've seen also is I believe he was hired with a suspended license. Yeah. They didn't do a full investigation. Right. I mean, can you, now, what a, what a, if I'm a trucking company and I hire a driver and then I find out the guy's got booze in my truck or drugs or whatever, it's, it's like, it's like, that's gotta be frustrating to the trucking company. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're taking a chance on a guy that maybe his record isn't the best and you put him in your truck and then you know how many trucking companies each week all across the country get a phone call from a DOT scale where a guy pulled in, they smelled booze, they pulled him around, they found booze, empty bo or open bottles in his vehicle, guys going down the road drinking. I, it's like, it's an unbelievable amount of, of vehicle, people doing this. Mm -hmm. You know, my advice to those guys is get off the road, get off the road and get clean before you get out there on the road, because it's inevitable mm -hmm. that something's going to happen to you. And guys, the, even if it don't happen to you specifically, yeah. you're the cause of it. Well, look at Satterfield. I mean, mm -hmm. I'll say his name, Jack Satterfield, the guy he, he, you just read it. I think on the last pod, he did five double shots of margaritas and had a couple beers, and then he went into Pennsylvania in Harrisburg, never hit his brakes, 63 mile an hour in a stop construction zone, killed a man and his baby, another man in another car, injured seven others, and, and then they found an empty bottle of Jägermeister and another six-pack of beer empty inside the truck. His video, the video, I don't know if it was just videos that they took um, as far as inboard like the dash cams that they had that was inward facing. Did they have that? Um, I seen something about that, but I don't mm. know if it was just specifically that, or if it was maybe, um, the cameras that they have on the roads themselves catching it. But they found that, um, he was drinking those products while he was driving. So they From have, proof, yeah, they have proof that he was actually drinking while he was driving. Guys. I mean, yes, I do make fun of you, but I want to say something serious. You are way better off, seriously, quitting your job and living as a bum for real and losing your wife or whatever and before you, and I don't mean losing your wife, losing your wife. I'm just saying you're better off losing everything versus look at these last couple guys. You see them in the news 
when you go into a, a construction zone and you're playing on your phone and you can't stop doing that, or you're worse yet, you're drinking and you kill a bunch of people, you're going to prison. You're no different. They're going to treat you no different than a guy that walks into a mall with a gun and starts shooting up the place. They're going to treat you no different than a guy that's caught raping children. They're going to treat you no different than a guy that's robbed 10 banks. Just because you had what you consider an accident, they don't even consider that an accident. That's homicide. They don't call it an accident. That's vehicular homicide. Mm -hmm. It's not an accident. When you go into a place drunk, it's inevitable. You guys got to remember that. You can't even you can't even say to yourself, well, it was just an accident, man. I'm getting treated like a murderer because I was in an accident. No, you weren't in an accident. You killed somebody. Int- Believe it or not, it's, it's considered intentional because you intentionally put the booze in you and then got in the vehicle. I'm telling you, you're, you're better off quitting your job right now and getting clean. Mm-hmm. Get clean, guys. It's not... Listen, I, I understand addiction. Believe me. Okay, we all understand addiction. I smoked for, I couldn't tell you how many years. It, it, I couldn't quit for 30 years. Okay? I understand what it's like. I have my niece. She was on what? Meh. No, heroin. Oh, heroin. She was on heroin. And for many years. I thought it was meth. No, it was heroin. She mm. was doing heroin. Well, anyways, bottom line is I get the addiction thing, but you guys can make a conscious decision to say, you know what? I'd rather live on the street than live in a prison because look at Satterfield, 68 years he was given. Well, not only that, 68 years. But if you, if you actually care for your family, you would not want to put them through what you would do if you killed someone. I mean, if you survived, first of all, the backlash that your family will get. I don't think they care. But some, some do. Some would, would care enough for their children that they wouldn't want their children going through that, what they would do. I mean, think about it. The news media going, they, they would go after your kids, not necessarily in, in, in a horrible way, but like, what do you think your dad doing this type of attitude? I mean, it happens. Kids could be mean, especially to other kids. All it takes is a few words of mouth. And next thing you know, it's all over the place. And your kids are having it. They're being bullied because their daddy did something stupid. Here's some advice. And and some of you guys ain't going to like this. Wives, friends, maybe somebody at the truck stop. You smell. I mean, you know what the smell of booze on someone's breath is like. Mm -hmm. You smell that booze on someone's breath. And then you witness them immediately getting in a truck and pulling out. I'm telling you right now, you're better off picking up the phone and calling the police. You could be saving many lives and including the driver, the, the drunk. Um, I, I know probably people don't want to hear that, but believe it or not. So you know what the difference is, Ruthann? I mean, people are killed every day in regular car accidents. We get that. But you see, when a trucker does it, he does it in fashion. He takes out five, six, seven cars. A truck, a tractor trailer can ruin families, can wipe out entire families. Mm-hmm. We just, we just had uh, twin eighty-three-year-olds killed by a tractor trailer not too, uh, just a couple weeks ago. There's, it's just, you know, and, and again, we know that most accidents are not caused by the trucker, but when they're drunk, I would say it's a hundred percent caused by the trucker. Well, just because, and and it's not only just if you're drunk or not drunk, if you're going to be in an accident and you're in a tractor trailer, the statistics prove that because of the size of the vehicle, 
you are doing more damage to whoever or whatever you hit than what you're going to receive. Then you add on stupidity and negligence by having alcohol or drugs in you. It's going to happen. And here's the thing that I think a lot of people that do a lot of drinking don't realize. One or two beers, yeah, you smell it on their breath. But when a person is drinking and they're drinking for a while, it's coming out of your pores and you don't eat, you could brush your teeth or do whatever you want, but your pores are going to be having that alcohol smell coming out of them. And it doesn't take much. You know, it's funny when someone's drunk, they really believe they can fake it to where you won't see it. That's why they like, it's so funny watching some of them take sobriety tests, yeah. you know, like, 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 My, I, like, look, I haven't really been drinking much here. You know, you know, I'm good. Say, say your ABCs, A, B, three, four, five, nine, ten. My oh, favorite, my favorite was the cough that gave the guy. They made, she made him do a dance. Oh she yeah, five, six, seven, eight, and he went and he did this complete dance. Yeah. and he goes and he screwed up at the very end. Said, "Yeah, I can do this even drunk now." See, yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Gotcha." Yeah, that's right. He said, "See that? I can even do it drunk." And she, what was it? She was going bop, bop, or whatever. Yeah. Hit and you hit and you hit. Yeah, but but you know that is really the the funny part about it. Uh, and I'm going to tell you something. When I was like 21, 22 going to the bars, there was a one or two occasions where I knew I should not have driven. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say it. I have mm-hmm. uh, years ago and, uh, halfway home, you start saying to yourself, okay, I got this. Am I weaving? All right. Am I straight? Am I, am, do I, I'm not breaking hard. You start questioning your own self. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you see, I did it once or twice when I was a kid. I'm not going to lie. And I got to tell you, it was scary. It was very, very scary. Hoping, okay, I don't run a red light or I don't swerve in front of a cop or whatever the case is. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to give up. I don't like to, like if I drink, yeah, it's, uh, I'm usually what the two glass maxer type of thing. Cause the minute I start feeling a little too goofy, I have to stop and start drinking water because one, I don't want to have not, I don't want to have no control over myself. My mouth moves fast as it is. And I get a little catty or not catty, but chatty. Normally add in alcohol. I'm chatty, chatty. And then I look foolish because I'm like talking like crap, like not even making sense because I just, my mouth just keeps going. Yeah. I know for sure. If I, and, and, and we don't drink, but the bottom line is if, if we were drinking, like back in the day, I'm not, again, I'm not bragging about it, you know, but I sure, I sure know that I am not supposed to be on that road. I mean it because I'm a lightweight, you know that. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. I'm, I'm, we're, because we're, we don't drink. We yeah. are lightweights. So right. if I go out to dinner and I have like a draft beer with my, with my meal, I mean, honestly, I have a, a, a little bit of a, a buzz. I'm not going to lie, you know, like a 16 mm-hmm. ounce, um, if, especially if we haven't eaten all day. You know, mm-hmm. but you know, the bottom line with it is, uh, what do I always say? If I have one beer, what do I say to you? You're driving. You're driving. Cause I have a CDL. And even though I don't drive anymore as a truck, as a trucker, I won't even drive with one or two beers in me. Why? Because you just don't know one of the things that, you know, they say you got to be like point, like, I don't even know what is it? 0.05 or point, especially. And if you have a CDL, they even lower the limit cause you're a professional and the reason I always tell you, hey, you dr- you're driving. 
if we if I had one or two beers with like a steak or something like that out. The reason is because I just don't know in the back of my mind, what's that cop if he smells beer in my breath? And again, I know most cops are good cops, but what if you get that cop that's like, you know what? I got a shot at a DUI guy here now. And and he and he gets you on the road and he's got you doing all kind of I've watched some sobriety tests where you're I'm going, my gosh, I don't even know if I could pass that as I a would, sober guy. I would never be able to say the alphabet backwards. I'm sorry. I could be as sober as you want to. You could catch me at any, not I in the morning. I not don't in the know morning the alphabet person, backwards. But I can't. I don't even, well, it's X, Y, Z, so it would be Z, Y, X, right? Yeah, but yeah. still, I mean, I would have to seriously sit and think, and I'd have to do exactly that. I'd have to say a few of them, then yeah. go backwards with them. I would have to seriously think. Well, my, my luck, I would get a cop that gives me like a, trig or a geometry test or something you know? <laughs> what is the circumference of the beer can <laughs> yeah, exactly I, I would need exactly that's what that would be my luck though that's why i refuse to even get and i'll tell you the other thing truckers even i've talked to a lot of truckers that got duis and all they did was come out of a bar and sat in the driver's seat and and did not drive but because they were sitting in the driver's seat of their pickup or their semi-truck even, they ended up getting a DUI, OUI, whatever you want to call it. That's a scary thought there, too. Can you can you see, like, I would be one of those people that if, if I end up getting pulled over and I, I knew I really didn't drink, I'd just say, you know what, just... just let me do the breathalyzer or go get some blood because I'll flunk just by trying to say the alphabet backwards. Yeah. Take my blood. <laughs> I'll be stupid yeah. because I won't be able to catch that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, here, take, use my heroin needle to get that. Oops. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, I, I, I agree 100%. So this guy really messed up. He's got a bunch of carelesses, recklesses. Now, was he drinking in, or did it say the cause of this accident? What did, did you say it? The, the guy in Indianapolis. He just was, he wasn't paying attention. He well, was just speeding. Okay. But here's the thing. When you come up, was it stop traffic? He just plowed into people. Okay. Construction zone. My thoughts, my, my question is this, and I wanted to say this on, we did a podcast not too long ago about cell phones, right? Ruthann, mm -hmm. get with me on this. I want, I want, I'm I, listening. I, I want to show you the timing because I did a lot of thought on this. Okay. How many times have people seriously... You get a text from somebody and you look at it. Or maybe you're going down the road and you want to check your email. Or you're going down the road and you're like, okay, I got to look something up. And you've done it. Everybody has. Most mm -hmm. people, not everybody has. I have done it. Okay. And I try not. That's why I lay my phone upside down in my console a lot of times. I'll lay it upside down so that I can't see it if somebody buzzes me. But here's the thing. And I said this before, but it, you're a trucker. And you're coming down the interstate. How many times have you come like up over like a rolling hill and all you see is brake lights? Mm -hmm. And you see this, what a lot of these truckers, a lot of these truck drivers that have had um, accidents where they rear-ended people. Okay. They had that timing. That's the scary timing. They didn't realize that in 2.5 miles up ahead, there's a stopped, uh, people stop because of an accident or because of whatever reason. And so they're on their phone talking or texting, okay, and they come up over that hill. And, and I'm telling you, it happens in a, in, a, in a half a second. You look up and it's too late. Um, I know a trucking company. Uh, I won't tell you their name, but I'm friends with them. They, they have this video of their truck driver that was killed 
and he had come up over a hill and and his was when he come up over the hill the sun it, you could see it right there the sun went right in his eyes and as soon as he come out to where you know you, you know how you're going into the sun and you're like oh my gosh you can't see you got to pull the bl- your um um blind visor. your visor down okay well that's exactly the timing of what happened to this poor guy and but by the time he could get down put a visor up and and look there was a bunch of vehicles in front of him that were stopped. Mm. He never hit the brakes. And he, you should see this when he, he hit a car and then he ended up hitting like a bridge abutment or whatever. And it doesn't even look like a tractor trailer. He was just instantly killed this, this poor guy. And he had been with the company for many years. And so what I'm getting at is these truck drivers, these truckers that are taking a chance. Let's say, let's say you drive 10 hours for the day, at least one, two, three times in that day, you're going to have at least people slowing down where you go, oh, brake lights, brake lights, brake lights. Mm-hmm. And if you're texting, say, three, four, five times a day or surfing or looking at your phone. So now all you got to do is know if them two events can match up perfectly. Okay, I'm looking at my phone and ex- ex- exactly at the point where the brake lights hit. that's where some of these guys that have never committed a crime are in prison right now because there's no keeping that record away from anybody. You can burn your phone and they're going to go to AT&T or Verizon or T-Mobile. They're going to have your everything pulled and it's going to show that you were on your phone active Mm -hmm. on that telephone. Mm -hmm. Okay. Whether it be texting or surfing, especially if you're surfing, that's where they really got you because I think if you're on the phone, you, you know, you could be on a Bluetooth, right? Mm-hmm. Or a speakerphone. But if you're surfing, there's no, there's no getting around that because mm-hmm. you got to use your eyes. Right. So that's where they get you guys. And all I'm saying is really, I'm begging you guys, be careful because of the lives you can save, but also be careful because of your own ass. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, he was, this, this gentleman was traveling faster than the posted speed limit and collided with the line of vehicles. So that's how he, his accident happened. You said it was on 465, which is the loop uh, around. Eastbound and in, 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 in a bus. Yeah. yeah. So what else you got? You have anything else? Yeah. There is a surprise and brake inspection blitz that happened. Um, is that where like a bunch of truckers were shut down or something like yeah. that? 1,600 trucks were placed on out of service during an unannounced brake focused inspection blitz on May 15th. So it was, this is how long it took for us to get the actual data. So usually we get like a little heads up. Hey, wink, wink. You're going to get inspected. Be ready for it. Mm-hmm. But this one was a, where was it at? Um, it doesn't, it usually, it just says like across, like it will do where mm-hmm. they put that in and then it's not a specific state or anything like that. Like the actual one that they're making everybody aware of is September 15th through the 21st. That's where they're doing the actual break safety week. So what's, what's the date? September what? September 15th through the 21st. Is that like nationwide? Mm-hmm. Okay. All of them end up being nationwide. It's like DOT kind of lets everybody know DOT wise, not so like the, the 1600 trucks that were put out of commission that was, um, conducted uh, 10,358 inspections across the U.S. and Canada 
sideline 1667. So 16% of the trucks that they inspected were put out of commission for breaks. And look, seriously, you know, a lot of times I would be like, well, I'd like to see how the borderline where these guys were put out of commission, but I'm, I'm on the side of safety. Believe me, we, you know, I don't care if you go past what you're supposed to have as far as numbers or, or, uh, or the code or whatever the measurement is on your brake shoes and, and, or whatever your, your drums are at or whatever the case made you fail, then you probably deserve the ticket. I mean, it's unfortunate, you know, and, and I'll tell you what, here's the other thing. This is how truckers get in trouble by driving for small trucking companies mm-hmm. that are cheap or chintzy. Right. They want you to keep going. You know, I, I've had truckers tell me, Troy, I'm telling you, I just got done telling my boss that, you know, I really need two tires and one's a steer tire. And he's telling me, well, we don't have time for that. We'll get, we'll look at it when you get back. And I'm not even going to be back probably for a week or two. I'm like, dude, if it's unsafe, shut it down. Mm -hmm. Because it's not only, again, going back to those accidents, that's the worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. The other one is you get a fine, right? you know, and you get shut down and, and he don't say that that owner is not going to go, yeah, I told him to keep going there. I'll pay it all, blah, blah, blah. That right. doesn't work that way, mm-hmm. guys. Usually a cheap-ass owner, he's going to throw you under the bus in the long run. Well, and, he, and he probably will keep your last paycheck. Well, here's the thing. the So much of an idiot some of them are. DOT looks at it this way. You're the professional. You're supposed to be doing your pre-trip. If your pre-trip comes up with it stating that you don't have a sufficient tread or your hoses are chafed or kinked or whatever the case might be for any of your vehicle. It is your responsibility as a professional driver to not move that truck until those items are fixed. Preach it, Mama Ruth. (laughs) No, but seriously, you are right, though. It is fine. And and, and every driver knows it. You know, the one thing that as a driver we cannot do is we cannot stand on the rooftop and go, he told me to do it. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Because in the long run, you're, ultimately, I'm the captain of the ship. You're accountable for that truck. You're I, accountable for the actions. One of the things I used to really preach on this show when we first started, Ruth then was, drivers, you are the captain of the ship. Yeah. And I mean it. And I'll, I'm, I should start telling them that again. It's almost like some of them don't realize it. What are you doing? <laughs> Sticking something on your nose. So it's a command hook. <laughs> So, so anyways, I used to tell them all the time, if a, if a company tells you to drive when you're tired, to drive when you don't feel it's safe, especially in, in, in bad weather, you know what? Honestly, remind the company, Hey, I'm the guy piloting this ship, whether, whether you like it or not. Okay. It is not safe. No. And, and arguments over. I'm shutting it down. And if you don't like it, I'll quit. You know, one of the one of the issues is this: there's some guys out there that have like messed up. You know, I mean, they screwed up. Maybe they have a a careless or a DUI, or maybe they have a couple extra tickets where a lot of the good companies won't hire them. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for those guys. I really do because they messed up. You know, hey, I remember messing up when I was a young guy. But here's the part: you get some cheap company that really runs their equipment into the ground and doesn't doesn't treat it correctly and and they know they got that driver it's almost like it's it's almost like their personal prisoner because they know the driver can't find many jobs because of his record and so they ain't afraid to yeah, try they take to, advantage of them they now. take advantage of that driver and and that right there is really 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 that was my foot Really, um, a very unethical 
Well, do you thing. remember you remember the lawsuit that just happened where a driver? I mean, it was two of them. One, the uh, the driver ended up going and getting injured because of his tractor, you know, not being like they, they didn't correct everything like they were supposed to. Mm-mm. And he sued the company. The company ended up giving him, you know, had to pay for his injuries because their equipment wasn't satisfactory. But the big one is... Oh, he got millions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The big one is where the driver was forced to go and drive in unsafe weather. And he got millions because he won the lawsuit because he ended up, he was forced to drive in unsafe weather. He said, I'm not going to drive it. No, I'm not going to drive it. And then I, either he was fired or afterwards or something like that. But he, oh, he, he got into an accident. Yeah, yeah. He got in an accident and then, you know, but he won the lawsuit. And if a company's going to try and make you drive when the, the equipment's not safe, bring up those incidences. Hey, how's your insurance policy? Cause I can take every penny of it now, buddy. You, well, you, the only thing is, like I said, there are some drivers that are almost like, they they know that the company has has them over a barrel because maybe they were looking for a job for six months when they found this company and now here they are working for a, a, a small tyrant company that doesn't maintain their equipment maybe doesn't even pay I, I talked to a driver not long ago he, he told me he was on like he was there three weeks and and uh, they just started this trucking company two brothers and the guy, the guy said to him um, he said, listen, man, I, I need to be paid now. And the, when he said, I could hear the one brother in the background going, I ain't, I ain't going to let my family starve for this guy. It's like, what? Are you serious? That those words came out of this guy's mouth. And it's like, you know, here's a truck driver doing all the work and getting screwed because somebody doesn't know how to maintain business. I would tell anybody that unless you personally know the guy and you know that he's knows how to run a business. Truly, I would never work for a, a company like that ever, mm-hmm. ever, 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 ever. Um, especially just looking at their equipment. You can already tell by looking at a trucking company's equipment, okay, if if they really are worth working for. Just that alone, trailers. And here's the other sign: are you a are you a company that just does broker work? That's all. It's all you got to offer a driver is brokers. You know what now? Now, how does that go? Because brokers pay you in 90 days and, and, and you guys are, you, I would want to see a fat bank account for me to go work for somebody that's, I'm going to be doing broker work for. Just be careful drivers. Guess what drivers? What? <clears throat> what? <clears throat> oh, don't, 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 don't. No, no. I'm like Slim Lane. <laughs> Look on your face. <laughs> Good. <clears throat> hey. Did you, you didn't even tell everybody about the flowers I got you. All you could do is make fun of my sling blade voice. I'm not making fun of it. Yeah. I'm despising it. I know. You're, you're, you're so picky and weird. Like, I, and you know what? I got to tell everybody. Last night, I was watching Platoon. For the first time in 20 years, I'm watching that movie. And all you can do is whine about it because you hated Platoon. I did. You hate that movie. I you said, it. there's only one or two movies that I absolutely despise. And Platoon is one of them. I, did. I seen it in the 80s when it first came out. And I refused to ever watch it. I hated that movie. And me being the sweetheart I am, what did I do? You turned it off because you went and tickled. Oh, shh. (laughs) Go on, move on. I guess it wouldn't be so bad if I didn't have to like see half the screen, like if you would like not even show me it, but, and then plug the headset in where I can't hear it. But 
Okay, so family-owned trucking companies are sought for proposed TV shows. Oh, yeah, there you go. You truckers want to be a movie star? Guess what? We've got the solution right here on Talk CDL. Yeah. There are, what, what do they call it, tryouts? Or, or um, what do they call it when you go and you, you, uh, you go and read a part or whatever the case is to become a, what do they call that? There's a name for pilot? it. Pilot? No, not a pilot is. Pilot is when they, they try a show out for like so many episodes and that's it. Yeah, I know. But I always thought that there was like an audition, I guess. That's it. Yeah. So are they having auditions for truckers? Yeah. It says a casting call. Casting call. That's it. Dang you, woman. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That's exactly what it was. Casting call. So there's casting call. What's the name of the movie going to be? Well, it's just they haven't really exactly. It, it's it's kind of spinning off of Ice Road Trucker kind of thingy, but it's not ice road trucking it's more or less family owned trucking companies so what they're trying to do is a casting call from bobcat studios which is the creators of deadliest catch appearing across social media targets truckers with years of experience driving an 18 wheeler the studio said it's producing a competition series to find the most skilled truckers to compete in a series of events to show off their trucker skills bobcat also mentions drivers will be put through a series of series of obstacle courses and tasks as part of this show. For more information, email Joe Pinzone 80 at gmail.com. Oh, spell Pinzone. J-O-E-P-I-N-Z-O-N-E-8-0 at gmail.com. Joe Pinzone. I might be. But what we could do is definitely, you know, when we have editing, put the pod up, we can ask them to throw that up in there too. Yeah, just we'll put the links in there for the ca- the casting call. I wonder, does it say how much they're going to get paid? No. And listen, Bobcat, if you're listening to Talk CDL, because everybody listens to Talk CDL, you're don't welcome. be cheap on my brother truckers. You know what? If these guys have a job and, and you need them to come on the set and be your your show-off trucker guy, you know, just so he can maybe be on TV for one brief moment, but you don't want to pay him right, you're no better than half the trucking companies out here. Well, here's the other section. Bobcat. The other casting call claims it is seeking trucking businesses for a show on a major TV network. Mm-hmm. More specifically, it calls for family-owned businesses who have experience in shipping large and obscure items over dynamic terrain. If interested, you can email oh. casting at tfcasting.com. I know a company right now that ships. It said large? It just said, yeah, shipping large and obscure items. Interesting. Like maybe windmills? Ooh. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. So anyways, we will go ahead and put that links for that. I mean, it's it's just a... That's pretty cool. These guys get a shot. And like I said, is Bobcat doing that one too? It's part of them, yeah. Okay. Bobcat, treat the, treat these guys right. All right. Mm-hmm. And listen, guys, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there for all the truckers. If you get with Bobcat Productions and these guys don't treat you right, come to me and I'll put it on the show. We'll, we'll expose them. Now, if they're taking care of you... Come on the show and, and we'll talk about it. Let us know what you haul. Even if you don't get on it, if, if you're hauling obscured and dynamic terrain, let me know. That's the dynamic terrain is like the ice road truck, like the icy stuff, the, the different kind of terrain, like weird stuff. I've seen do. a video on a guy in Colorado, right? He posts a couple of videos. It's a really 
badass video. This dude's like coming off these mountains on snow terrain, cliffs, dirt roads, where one wrong turn and he's literally dead. And it's really cool the way he comes down that mountain. The guy has no fear at all. That's a true trucker there. It's because he's got a parachute strapped to his back when he's going out. Oh, all he has no. to do is hit the jump seat. No, this, this guy's old truck. school. He knows what he's doing. I'm telling you, this guy comes down there. He handles that rig. Just like my grandfather. These guys, they knew they knew how these rigs go. You know, some of the people in Europe and Australia have those kind of weird type of, like... What? What are you talking about? The kangaroo haulers? They have like no, huh? like you're driving on a road that has barely enough room for a tractor and then you have a car trying to come around you. And then, you know, you look over and it's nothing but a cliff coming off and, and it's like ocean down there. And you're like looking at it like, oh my God, I'd pee myself. Uh, yeah, I think American truckers are the toughest. I didn't say they're not the toughest. I think the American truck. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know. I'm just saying that those other areas, you see a lot more of the videos of it. You know what I, I thought was funny when we were in Puerto Rico? Yeah. Remember we, we, were, we were in Puerto Rico for a day? Yeah. They had truckers there. But what's funny is you can look, you can stand in Puerto Rico and see the other side. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, talk about, I mean, I don't even, it, I guess it couldn't be, is that an over the road trucker? But like, what's the longest ride you get? Like 30 miles or something like that? It's like, it's an island, island trucking. I mean, imagine that being a trucker on, in like Puerto Rico or, you know, or Jamaica or the Bahamas. It's just. It really, there's nowhere to go. It's, it's funny. I'll tell you where it's tough. Russia. You ever see them Russian videos? Some pretty badass. But, but they don't care over there. You know what I mean? They don't even... I don't think they inspect nothing over in Russia. It's just, get out of my way. <laughs> that was such a bad accent. <laughs> Niet. Niet. <laughs> he's going to be working on that now <laughs> I'm going to work on my Russian accent but my, my sling blade's pretty good no stop I hate that I hate that it's just like a creep it's a, a creepy sound I, mean, I am creepy creepy no, no like that's creepy like, Pete mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh god <laughs> come on let's, let's end this pod peace peace praise the lord <laughs>